Welcome to That's So Random with me, Constance Fields. Tonight, I am joined by my special guest, who happens to be one of my sisters, Blair. Blair and I have been chit-chatting about paranormal stuff for a long time. I remember I used to try to scare her when she was a little kid. (laughs) I was that person. (laughs) Uh, Blair, I'm so excited that you're on the show. So thanks for having me. I'm excited to. Yeah. So we're going to jump right into this topic. So Blair and I come from a family that has a strong belief that once you pass away, you can expect your family member to visit you. So once you pass away, the likelihood that people will be expecting you to pop up and be like, hey, I'm okay," or visit in a dream or something like that. Um, is, is highly expected in our family. And so um, people will ask us, you know, did you, did you see anything? Have you had a visitation? Have you felt anything? You know, and I don't know about you, Blair, but I have heard that that's not always a common occurrence for families to expect that kind of thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely had conversations like that with my friends and asked if they have ever had the same experience and they would usually be like uh no that's kind of crazy that that happened to you yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just I just always thought it was like something that happens with you know every family right yeah you know I I shared that thought too like man I thought this was normal I thought everybody you know, could could expect to get uh to have a dream and have their loved one visit. But honestly, some people really believe that they're just dreams. Like they'll say, "Oh, I had a dream about my mom or my grandma or my grandpa, um, my sibling." You know, I had a dream about them, my best friend, and they won't equate that to anything paranormal. They'll just be like, "Oh, it was just a dream." Yeah, and it might be because they're not as open-minded that it doesn't occur to them as often like the you know the paranormal stuff doesn't happen as frequently as it could maybe they're just not as open-minded about it yeah I never really thought about it like that but that's a great point they may not be open to thinking about it any other way um I don't know how you feel about it but I find I find it comforting to think that you know once someone I'm close to is no longer on this side, they've moved on to the ancestral side that they will come at a certain point and show me a sign or um, show up in my dream and say something to me, or maybe even appear or have their scent, you know, appear in the present physical world. Yeah. Yeah, I find it very comforting as well. Um, it just lets me know like that they're okay up there and I don't have to worry about them. And yeah. that they're, you know, in, at peace. So mm-hmm. So tell us tell tell the listeners um what like an example of an experience that you have have had. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I feel like there's been a few, but um there was one occurrence when like I think it was the night grandpa on my dad's side had passed away Mm -hmm. and um 
I, I just felt this weird presence in my room and it was before like I don't know it was before I, my gifts really like came to be how they are today mm-hmm. and, and just, pause for a second for okay. the listeners um, we also really believe in our family on, on um, our mother's side of the family we believe in spiritual gifts and so one of Blair's spiritual gifts is to be able to sense uh, certain things and to be able to hear certain things. And my spiritual gift is more of a knowing, um, more of a uh, like downloaded message that I'll get to give to someone. So um, Blair is more on the spirit side of it. So keep going. Um, so yeah, I I felt like this weird, like, I just felt this presence in my room at night while I was trying to go to sleep. And I was kind of, um, scared because it was like one of the first, uh, paranormal-ish things that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, yeah, I was kind of nervous. So I I had my blanket over my head while I was sleeping the whole time, but I, I, I knew it was grandpa. I just... Uh, this was kind of slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's it kind of startled you a little bit, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there was also, you know, you remember that moment um, when we had the 4th of July and at your place? And, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, um, what was it? What's it called? I don't know. One of those things that you put food in, <laughs> a container. Or something. A container? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um it had, it had shaped into a form of a cat. Oh um, yeah, I remember that story. Yeah, like the fog shaped it into a form of a cat, and I that made me realize like that was the first time all of us were together in the same room since our cat, cat Chelsea passed away. So yeah, wow. I feel like that that was him like telling everybody all at once that he was he was okay and he just wanted to you know make his presence known at that moment that's so profound and so comforting I think um I've had an experience of a loved one visiting me in a dream and uh this happened probably a few months after our maternal grandmother passed away. Okay. And I had been asking and I had been hearing that people were having visitations. She was visiting people in dreams and I hadn't had an experience yet. And that bothered me. It bothered me so much because I'm the oldest. I was the first grandchild you know, I, I felt like we had this really strong connection and I wanted to experience her. I wanted to experience what other people were saying that they had. And so it was a very selfish reason for wanting her to visit me, but that's what I was feeling at the time. And then when she finally did, let me set the scene. So in the dream, I was on a grassy hill and she was sitting next to me and the wind was blowing. I could feel the coolness of the breeze on my skin flowing in her hair. 
Her hair was beautiful, gray, silverish color. And she was looking at me with this pleasant smile on her face. And my first reaction was to be like, Grandma. And then I immediately got angry. And I said, why did you leave? And why, why haven't you visited me? And why didn't you wait for me to get to the hospital to say goodbye again? And, you know, all these things. And her smile turned into a frown. And I woke up. And I had never experienced her again in that way. And I was distraught. Let me tell you, I called mom. I was like, I think I just yelled at grandma. I think she visited me in the dream. And mom, bless her heart, she really tried to calm me down and make me, uh, tried to make me believe that it was just a dream. But I knew it was a visitation. I, I knew I knew, <laughs> but I couldn't, I couldn't stop what was coming out of my mouth. I just was like, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And, um, and so since then, while I haven't seen her in a dream in, in that way, I've seen her in dreams, but not in that kind of interacting. I'm, I know that this is real type of thing. Yeah. I have smelled her, um, I smelt her scent. She had a, a a few scents, but there was this one distinct perfume and I can't remember the name of it. I want to say it was, it was like diamonds or something like that. Um, uh, yeah. Like some actress had a perfume and it, I just remember it being diamonds something. Um, but I was getting in the car one day on my way to work and I just was feeling kind of down about, the, the situation I was in and all of a sudden I smelled her. And when I smelled her, I immediately felt this sense of comfort. And I also felt this urge to Google her because you can Google grandma. I don't, I don't know if you know about that. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've um, yeah. I mean, you can Google basically anybody, but you can yeah. Google her and like articles will pop up about her. And there was a quote in one of the articles that was written about her and it said, service is the debt or service is the rent we pay to live on this earth. And I wrote that quote down and it was like, that is what I needed in that moment. And I swear to you, I'm going to get it tattooed on my body somewhere, but, um, but I have it on my desk written down and it just is what I needed to hear in that moment. And I know it was real because I smelled her, you know? That's a good story. I don't, I don't think I've heard that story before, actually. Yeah. Now, I was on TikTok. I referenced TikTok quite a bit on my podcast, but I was on TikTok recently. And there was a woman that shared a story. I wanted to get your take or not your take, but just like your feelings about it or your thoughts about it, Blair. Okay. So this woman said she had a twin sister. Now for our listeners, Blair is also a twin, uh, f- uh, fraternal twin, but she's a twin. So this woman said that her twin had died and she had been, her and the family had been looking for the twins uh, birth certificate 
and social security card and had not been able to find it. I guess the, I guess that's what you need uh, to like get a death certificate. And so she happened to be in a room by herself, curled up in a ball crying. And she heard her sister yell at her and say, go, well, she didn't yell. She said, go check the suitcase. And her, her the the living sister said, I'm not going to go do that. I don't, I'm too upset. Like, I'm not going to go do that out loud. She said this. And her twin yelled at her and said, go check the suitcase. And her sister was like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and then her family came in and peeked in the door and they were like, you okay? Who are you talking to? And she said, I'm talking to my sister. She's yelling at me and telling me this and da-da. And they were like, okay. And they closed the door <laughs> and walked away. So then her sister said once again, for once, just listen to me and do what I'm telling you to do. And so she got up and she went over to the suitcase. And sure enough, the documents she needed were in the suitcase. And so she said that she heard her sister say, next time, do what I say. And she said out loud, next time, don't yell at me. <laughs> But what's your feeling about that? What are your thoughts about that story? Um, well, okay, so I've watched that video before. Um, it was it was very <laughs> it was a very funny story. Um, I I don't know, it was something heartwarming about it. Um, knowing that they still had that um conversation, like that bickering conversation that they would typically have, I guess. She realized that everything was going to be okay after that conversation mm-hmm. I feel like and that's kind of what I'm hoping to have with my family members after they pass like I want them to um I want them to have visitations with me to make me feel comforted and to make me feel like you know everything's going to be okay yeah and, you know don't you don't have to worry about me I'm fine I'm good I, mm-hmm. I kind of like that so Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think there's just something so comforting, like you said, about these experiences. And it may freak some people out, you know, but it's, it's like, it's like, um, there's another belief that we have. And I think that this is pretty common in the black community. I don't know if it's common in any other communities. But when a baby is born and somebody passes away, the child usually is like thought of to, to be able to see the loved one that passed away. They may be giggling at a wall or something like that, you know? Yeah. So that kind of thing is something that is, it it brings uh, a sense of peace. It's like, okay, they're, you know, they're seeing so-and-so, you know? Yeah. And um, I love that. I really, really love that. I've heard stories of people uh, going after their, uh, there, there was a guy that uh, my husband shared this story with me once where his grandfather had passed away and he happened to be uh, going through the house and he would smell this scent of cigar and his his loved one had been passed away for a while and he would just smell that scent of cigar periodically throughout the house. And I'm like, that is 
I, I love that. Like, I want those types of experiences. Does that make yeah. me weird? <laughs> no. I mean, I feel the same way. Like, I, it makes me feel like I'm still connected to them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not in this, on this planet. It makes me feel like, you know, we still have a deep connection together. So. Yeah. Now, if it's not a loved one and I'm having those types of experiences, you know, I, it's a different feeling. <laughs> it's yeah. a different feeling. You know, <laughs> like I joke around that my house is haunted because I hear creaks all the time and little weird things will happen. But if it's as, as long as like nothing bad is happening and we're coexisting, we're good. Just don't touch me and don't show yourself to me like unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which there's never really a good time to see a, a ghost, right? To see a spirit, I guess. Yeah. I think I've only seen one, like, once. Like You've seen a spirit? Time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, oh, wow. This is, like, a few years ago, though. Like, back at mom's house, mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, during Christmas time. And I I looked through the people. It was nighttime, by the way. Mm-hmm. I looked in the peephole to turn off the, the porch light. The portrait light was still on when I was looking and I saw like this white figure on the side, um, on the outside of, you know, where the porch was. I was mm-hmm. like, what is, what is that? Mm-hmm. It looked like a person wearing like a black, like, like a white blanket on top of them. Wow. That's so I, scary. I, I looked back in, in the living room. I was like, that's weird. Uh, did, something, did somebody put something there? Yeah. Um, and then I looked back in the peephole and it was gone. Like it Ooh. vanished. It was gone. Oh. So yeah, that was like the first and only time I witnessed something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, when our grandmother passed away, my son was let's see, she died in 2013, so he was three. No, he was he was two and a half. And uh she appeared to him. And I believe without a shadow of a doubt that it was her because he said she looked like me and she was floating and she was glowing and he called her scary mommy. And he said that she was smiling at him, but he, it made him scared. And so I really believe that she came and visited him. Yeah, that, that probably was her. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. And I then there. Oh, say that again. I wonder if he still has that memory. You know, I should ask him. Um, I think I brought it up a few years ago. I don't know that he recalls it, but I could ask him again. I do know that when my dad's father passed away, we were um, we had come. It was several months after he had died, and we had come to to visit my dad and we were staying in the room that we always stayed in and he came into my room late, late at night. And he was like, mommy, there's like a man in the corner. Like I'm seeing something. (laughs) And I was afraid to look over because I was like, well, I don't want to see if something is in the corner, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'm just going to take your word for it. So he climbed in the bed with me and I was like, DeAndre, DeAndre, wake up. Darren said he sees something in the corner. 
And then DeAndre like was able to shine a light over and there was nothing visibly there. But I believe that he has that kind of connection and can can see or at least they have come to him to allow him to see them. Yeah, I believe that too. Like I believe he has some type of gifts. Yeah. Um, like uh, I don't know if you remember, but Bryson was talking about how he uh, we were babys- babysitting him at your old house, and um, he was just in his room staring at nothing. He was standing in his room, but staring at absolutely nothing. Who? Staring. What? What? Y'all never yeah. told me this. <laughs> oh, I, I thought Bryson might have told you. But no, how old was he? I don't know. You you have to ask Bryson, but I he was probably like six or something. I don't know, five or six or seven. Yeah. But yeah, he was staring at nothing, and uh, Bryson was trying to like nudge him and be like, "There, there, hello," <laughs> and he would not move. Like he was just. You know, his eyes were open, but he was not, you know, conscious. Wow. And then all of a sudden, like, he went, he was back to normal, like nothing happened. Wow. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Very scary. I think I would have remembered something like that. I do not remember <laughs> that story. <laughs> but wow, that's, that's remarkable. I have to ask him, you know, about experiences now that he's 12 about to be 13 you know if he if he has anything and this might be creeping into a different category but um my daughter she used to have these imaginary friends that had real names you know how people have imaginary friends that are like i don't know bobo or something <laughs> something yeah, i used to have one so. yeah yeah was it a, did it have a real person name uh well I- yeah, but I, I made it up for that person. You know, I made it up. Yeah, well, to me, it was a little odd that her imaginary friends' names were Sheila and there was, like, two others that had real people names. And she was about five when these these imaginary friends, you know, showed up. And she would just be talking. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm talking to Sheila. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even come up with that name. Like, the name I know. I know. And that's why I said, you know, I, we, DeAndre and I would have conversations about it. And we'd be like, I, I, I tell him, I, I really think that she's seeing a spirit, you know? Yeah. And then one day they were just gone. She didn't, she didn't see them anymore. She didn't talk about them anymore. They were just gone. She yeah. has to remember that, like, imaginary friends. I still remember, like, my imaginary friend. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll ask her. Now you got me asking two things. I'm going to, I'm going to make, give myself some homework. Okay. <laughs> but I love this topic and I would love to dive into this more. Maybe, like, we can research some stories and we can yeah. read them on the air and just give our feedbacks on them. Uh, but if you're out there listening and you've had experiences, we would love to hear from you. Drop it in the comments. Uh, let us know. You can leave a voice message for this podcast and tell us your experience. Have you ever had a visitation from a loved one? What do you feel about or what do you think 
about that belief that loved ones can come to you in different ways after you've, uh, after they've died. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that I mentioned that we recently had uh, a loss in our family. And while we were at the funeral, there was a dove that was hanging out like with the family was outside at the, everything had been finished and completed. And there was this lone dove that was just hanging out near us and it flew on a car and it was just watching everybody. And then the family got together to take one big group photo and the dove was right behind on top of the perch of the church in the photo. And and people were amazed and they really believed that that was our loved one that passed. Yeah. Or, or it was around for a while. Like, it okay. was, it was, or at least if not, if it was not our loved one, it was a sign from our loved one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely believe that too. Yeah. So I hope that these stories brought you all comfort or that you found them interesting. And uh, like I said, Tell us what you think. Thanks so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye.